0: This is Aton Weinstein, and I'm Naor Menninger, and you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys.
1: fresh we're not after five minutes of recording without realizing (laughs) that we didn't hit record nope definitely did not happen nope no or (laughs) hey guys all that good material god that was like comedy we'll try to redo it guys just look if we're not as funny this time just remember we recorded five minutes of pure comedy gold before this. <laughs> I
0: wasn't recording. Anyway, welcome to our new studio once again. Yes. For the first time. With a recap. The yeah.
1: 2NJB recap happening in the new studio. Yeah. With this beautiful, dizzying bookshelf. Yes. And we got some beautiful artwork here in the background. Right. Of a previous guest. Cabeza. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Um, this is also a previous guest. Odd. Odd.
1: that's true you interviewed him in London. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. And uh Our and mugs. We, we got some we got some mugs back here. We got what is that? The uh the declaration y- uh, the newspaper from the day after the declaration no, of independence from or the, the day, day of the, of the declaration know. of independence. Yeah. And most in importantly, Israel. an IKEA couch.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> and an <laughs> IKEA table. Hey. And chairs. Don't spill all the beans. Oh, don't tell that's... all the secrets. Look, man, anyway. my whole house is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, don't got no, I don't got no
1: Ron or Rod furniture yeah. in my and house.
0: Whiskey. Cheers. Whiskey.
1: Man, this is my dream. Just recording an episode over some Laphroaig yeah. with a beer. I have my next drink prepared. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink them together. Okay, To our soldiers. To our soldiers, to the IDF. That's true. Chaim. That was a sharp turn <laughs> if there ever was one. Ooh. No, but seriously, may they all uh, return home safely and be able to enjoy some whiskey as well. Amen. Amen. I'm sure many of them are thinking about that right now. Yeah. Wishing they could just have a sip. What's the state of the war, you would say? Uh, war is fucked up. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. There's a, there's Where a are ha- we going?
0: I think is the big question. It, Where is this it going? Fe-
1: it feels more of like a... It feels like a like a like a Vietnam type situation, you know? I was mm-hmm. there, so I can say. <laughs> nam. No, but nam. But it does. It feels like a it feels like one of the I would call them the new wars, right? Mm. Ever since the sixties, seventies, there have been this like ever since the Second World War, maybe you might say. There have been these like I mean in Israel there was the Six Day War, which is after the Second World War, so maybe it was like belated here in Israel, but there's been this I don't know where to pinpoint but there's been this like okay we're going to go to war it's going to be long and drawn out there's not going to be any clear victor you know obviously yeah. there's a more powerful side and a weaker side but this is the longest war we ever had israel yeah but like all the wars i'm saying that have happened in the last couple of decades have been mm. these like have there ever like the afghanistan war the iraq war it's like it's not there's like yeah. there's clear victory
0: which I feel like is is the point of war. Yeah. The point of war is to go I mean the Creese Rock versus Will Smith war was very short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was one slap and that was it. Yeah.
0: But um
1: uh and he got his wife's <laughs> name out of his mouth. <laughs> but um uh, I feel like um uh, like the point of war is to completely destroy your enemies. Desire to to uh, fight arms. back mm-hmm. and to take up arms, and when it's long and drawn out, and and they get used to it, we are very very resilient creatures, humans. Mm-hmm. We can get used to anything. Yeah, we can, and that's like the story of the Jews in the Holocaust. We just got used to shit. like yeah. they put us in ghettos at first. We're like, all right, it'll be, it'll, it'll get better. It'll get better. We had New
0: York accents, even yeah. In even in the even in the queue to the.
1: Yeah, it'll get better. It'll you know this is uh, this is just part of it.
0: It's just a shower, and uh, it's just a shower. <laughs> you always take it.
1: That, you always take it that extra step. <laughs> you, you took us there. <laughs> you took no, but us seriously. There. It's true. It I think it is true. It's like we get used to shit, and so mm-hmm. the Hamas is just getting used to this. And there's like the Gazans in general. Like right now, they're protesting a little bit. Eh, but you know, you they're get just getting that. used to it.
0: Yeah, but here I I, I disagree with, with you, and we'll talk about the deal, the upcoming deal, in a second. But I do think, like you know, when I see the pictures from Gaza, how they live in massive tents, um, res, massive refugee camps, um, even if they do get used to it, it's I'm st- I'm still very satisfied. You know, when it, Friday. It was amazing weather. Me and my girlfriend were strolling in uh, Tel Aviv. Everyone were out and about. The cafes are full. And they live uh, like in the in in the tents in the mud, um, without any you know future essentially. And even if they do get used to it, to me it's more than 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 good result. um, As long as it stays like that. no, I don't agree. Why? It's something. It's something. It's a good start. It's a good start. You may. You, it's a nakba basically. You knock but them. Um, I don't know if we
1: did. First of all, there just. Uh, I sent you the tweet. Oh, Dead Ben Ami was saying that uh, the IDF said there's no, uh, there's nothing stopping the Gazans from returning their home. Ah, so, uh, sorry. There's no. nothing uh, stopping the Toshavima of Sorry, that was a mistake. But my point is that, like, I, I don't think that I we 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 haven't finished the discourse around Gazans returning to the north. Gazans returning to their homes in general. Mm-hmm. There, there are we no said, homes to return to. Oh, okay, see. so the rugby dude. It's not like they were living in mansions. No, it's but not they like can't they were go living back. In suburbia. it's Not that. like they had like a ya- uh, a lawn and they had uh, a pool in the backyard. No, no, no. They were they 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 no. had apartments.
0: No, they they lived very well, according to testimonies of IDF soldiers, reservists. No, and
1: I said this to you as well. They, or at least I was speaking to someone about. It. I think it was my wife, but. The situation in Gaza was a lot... What, we imagined it being this, like, run-down refugee camp while the, the, the conditions there were a lot better. Mm-hmm. But it still was a shit place to live.
0: Nah, not according to the people who were
1: there. Dude, it was a shit place to live. It wasn't like... It wasn't Tel Aviv. It wasn't Tel Aviv. Okay, It wasn't equal to any city in Israel. It was a shit place to live. They... Uh, and they'll build it back up. They, the Arabs, we basically, let, Palestinians we build... Only if we t- let them. It's in our hands. Okay, and that's what I'm saying, that I don't foresee us not letting them. Let's see. I don't foresee us not Let's letting see. them. We are going to maybe demilitarize Gaza. Look, for now,
0: we cut we'll Gaza in the middle. Of... We cut Gaza in the middle. We have a perimeter there. No one's coming back to the north. That's the situation right now. No- but hundreds of thousands returned to the north no. already. We saw,
1: we saw videos of the markets there. Those are people who never,
0: who never fled to the south. Oh, come on. Come on.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't buy that. Yeah. But even if so, there's hundreds of thousands there still.
0: Okay, but there were allegedly a lot more. And most of it is destroyed. And you think nobody's going to return from the south to the north? I don't know. I hope not. If they will, it will be Shameful be a huge historic mistake but for the time being the time as of now today the situation in Gaza is not bad it's not good, it's not far from ideal like, but we need to I think we need to look at it realistically there are some achievements okay, we obliterated like at least 50% of Gaza okay, It's, it's it's a fact it's a fact, we obliterated it We killed almost thirty thousand terrorists. Okay, it's not a bad number. It's not the best number. It's not a bad number. Probably more thirty thousand, according to their propaganda. So it's probably even higher. Okay,
1: thirty thousand according to their propaganda. So it's higher.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's lower. Maybe it's it's higher. They always let's say we kill between twenty and thirty thousand. They're saying thirty
1: thousand. No, they're saying thirty thousand dead. Yeah. Okay, so that includes that includes civilians uh-huh. and collateral damage. Civilians, yeah. that, uh, but whatever. Come on. Set a 2-year-old is not a
0: is not a 2-year-old no,
1: but 10-year-old uh, mm, depends. I don't know. Depends. I don't know where you draw the line. I get that. We had I'm a just, 14-year-old stabbing is, in Jerusalem just no, a couple no, of weeks ago. 100%, 100%. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying that I don't know where, exactly where you draw the line, but there are definitely uh, innocent civilians among the dead and again innocent civilians is a flexible term I, I, not i'm not any. i'm not saying that I, I mean in a war there are going to be innocent civilian casualties so that's it's not that it bothers me i'm just saying that they're not all the 30,000 which they're blowing up the number to get global sympathy international mm-hmm. sympathy they're blowing it up not all of that is so maybe we kill 10,000 but
0: okay 10,000 and um, I think, yes, there are still some rocket launches, but very few. <clears throat> it should be zero. And I think it's a mistake to tell people to go back to their homes in the South before it's zero. But nevertheless, you cannot ignore the fact that like the situation is way better rocket-wise, like we used to live in. I,
1: I don't think we created any serious deterrent. Send to them. the Arab world in at large and Hamas specifically okay. to try and perpetrate another October 7th. I think we're halfway there. No, but that's exactly the point. Okay. You cannot create a deterrent for the Arab world. But, dude, according to you, you're calling it Nakba 2. Mm-hmm. The first Nakba didn't create any deterrent. It just created... A uh, 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 simmering they didn't pot go to... of, uh, they did... of terrorist murderers That just wanted to kill us all throughout the decades Because they didn't finish the job They didn't finish what They job? did half a Nakba we... we So it's not Nakba 2 It's the second half of the Nakba It's another quarter
0: Quarter of, it's of a Nakba. quarter. Nakba. Another <laughs> quarter and we have the a full point Nakba is, <laughs>
1: The point is that Nakba wasn't Nakba Because we didn't do anything decisively Mm-hmm and we're still not doing anything decisively. When you make a decision, you need to make a decision and go for it full force. And if you do something half acidly, then you get half acid. Results. That, I agree.
0: I agree. I try to look look at the half glass full. Yeah. Because because look, I I, I, I accept I, I'm in kind you know, in the beginning, in the first two months, you know, I, I was furious um, about the lack of as you say going full speed ahead okay and but now i'm like you know i'm trying i'm realistic i know it will not go as i want it to go okay and and it's it sucks and we we will pay a heavy price but still some things are happening it's far from ideal but we shouldn't like you know it's not nothing it's not nothing. That, I
1: think that was my greatest fear is that, like,
0: including myself, that we
1: would kind of, like... Reconcile. The, yeah, that we'd reconcile and we'd forget. And we and we we have. Like, I just went on vacation.
0: Yeah. You no, know? but and what I, should we and do? What can we do? Except for, no, you know, No, you got to get voting. on with your life.
1: You got to get on with your life. I'm not saying we should all... But it's just kind of, I think... A shame and i think we're i mean i can't it's not like i judge anybody for it or anything but like i i just we're, we're it, it's not it oh yeah it's not it we haven't done what we should have done what has to be done we sooner made, or later we made a grave mistake i think and mm-hmm. We're going to pay the price yet again. And I don't think we we keep saying never again and blah, blah, blah. But it's not like nobody nobody really can guarantee it. Nobody means it when they say it. If you mean never again, it means like
0: finish the job. Yeah,
1: I think. What
0: anyway. do you think about the upcoming deal then? The
1: upcoming hostage deal. Hmm. I think that uh, Would
0: you release like three tourists for each.
1: Hostage. Uh, if it guaranteed the release of every single hostage that was alive or dead, and brought back to Israel, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's what's going to happen, though. I think, I think then this. I think it's a it's a consequence of what we were just discussing. I think Hamas has us by the balls. Mm-hmm. Like if you take a step back and you look at the grand picture, it's like. The world is with Hamas, the sympathies with Hamas, things have been turned around. People are like, but people like it's become a thing now that people are like, yeah, October 7th was a travesty, but, but. and then that's like, <laughs> so it's become like you're paying your dues by starting your sentence with October 7th was not cool, but, and then you can say whatever the fuck you want, which includes the fact that Hamas is like uh, being, gen- like Israel's committing genocide against uh, the Gazans and blah, 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 blah. So if you look at the big picture, and 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 Hamas, Hania, all the heads of Hamas, all the heads. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can. Oh, we killed some general in Lebanon. Who? <laughs> it's like, come on, fuck you guys. Like, there's still Khania, Help me out with all the names. Yeah,
0: Khania, Of course, the head uh, uh, Def.
1: Uh, all of the all of the heads of uh, heads of Hamas are still alive and well, Mm -hmm. traveling the world, traveling the world, you know, just living up, living it up, and, and there's no, no price has been paid, Mm -hmm. no price has been paid by the people who planned and coordinated this attack, and so maybe they will in the years to come, but again, it's that old Israeli, it's the, sorry, it's the new Israeli approach Mm -hmm. of like, will come after targeted assassinations in the dark of the night 20 years later when nobody fucking remembers what the reason is. yeah, It's like, okay. And then you know, there'll be a headline that someone was assassinated. No one knows who it was. It's like part of creating a deterrent is that people know it's you. Yeah. You know, otherwise it's not deterring. So, okay, the whole world knows it's Israel, but like it's it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're matter. chickening out from... Yeah. It's the same conception. It's like it's like someone, a bully in the school play yard, uh, right in the in the schoolyard, beats the shit out of you, and then instead of fighting back, you're like, okay, I'm gonna, uh, and you yeah. like plan instead some of kind trap. of like booby trap and like weasel your way to get back at him. It's like okay, you're still a fucking pussy because you didn't fight back where you should have fought back.
0: We are fighting back, don't you think? What happened in Gaza in the last four months is a form of fighting. Maybe not hard enough, maybe not strong enough, but something we did.
1: Yeah, so, so it's the kid that gets beat up and then, like, yeah, gets up again and has has he has fight in him, but he gets knocked down. He gets knocked down, and in the end, he doesn't. You know, he mm-hmm. still he still gets beat the shit out. I think of him.
0: the deal is going to be pretty bad, b- mainly because. What we'll see is that you know every day they release one two hostages. It's like a, it will be a daily torture, right? We won't be able to demand like you release everyone in one in one day, right? Yeah. They will want to stretch it for months yeah. to buy ceasefire. Yeah, not and the whole talk everybody. about the Ramadan is it makes me it makes it makes me you know fill me in. Biden the whole argument is we have to get a deal now and the Biden administration and, and everyone and the, all the Arab countries, Egypt, Qatar, you know, everyone is like and also it is really media, which often takes that not is they're not on our side. I don't know whose side they're on, but not ours. They'll talk about Ramadan because Ramadan is in a few weeks, like in a couple of weeks. And it's going to be horrific if Hamas has to fight in the war during Ramadan. Okay. So Biden is essentially pushing a deal before Ramadan so that they can have ceasefire in Ramadan.
1: When the war was literally waged on a Jewish holiday. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. To me, we should have invaded uh. Rafah, Rafah, which we're not doing the the, the, the last s- the big, little
1: city next to the crossing.
0: Yeah, which is the last stand of Hamas, essentially the last big stand. Uh, of hamas and we wait we're waiting and waiting we should have invaded and we should have fought through ramadan yeah full speed what do we give a fuck about ramadan stupid it's like we can't
1: i don't know fight in germany on the <laughs> holiday yeah. on the anniversary of yeah. the nazi inauguration <laughs> we can't we have to respect their holidays
0: yeah so that's
1: ridiculous. <gasps> but not all Muslims, not all Muslims, man. You're you're an Islamophobic. Screw you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so that's the thing about the hostage deal. So let's see what happens. Maybe it will happen. Maybe it won't happen. Yeah, I think I think but, it's I think generally it's like the, There's it's kind of like the Black
1: Lives Matter movement in like in the sense that like oh yeah all black lives matter sure it's like do you want the hostages to be released it's like of course i do but yeah. then you have to get into the details so like of course I'm for the release of all the hostages and I wish we could do something, you know, like if there was a button, I'd press it, we could release all the hostages, but you have to think about the consequences and like who you're up against and there's no chance in hell that Hamas yeah. is releasing all the hostages in one
0: deal. Because what we're seeing from the left is a campaign that essentially call for, get them out now! And you see all kind of influencers and, you know, prominent left-wingers bringing it home, deal now. And I'm thinking this meme of, uh, you know... Um, uh the meme of the uh, gene what's the name of this jewish actor gene uh gene hackman no uh gene
1: simmons i, I oh, think no, gene simmons yeah the the, gene the one simmons with, is with charlie in the
0: chocolate the, uh, charlie in the chocolate factory the old one right there's this meme where he sits tell me more uh, you know yeah, this yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. um gene wild wilder gene wild, yeah so there's this meme so i'm thinking oh so that's the meme, guys. Imagine the meme, and that's the text of the meme. It's like, oh, you want all the hostages back now? Tell me more about this opinionated and enlightening view of the situation. Kind of, I'm intrigued to hear more of this. It kind of reminds me of my plan. It kind of reminds me
1: of my plan. We just flew to, to Italy, and uh, the flights were in the middle of the night, and my wife was worried about Daniela. Oh. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she's going to be, yeah, Daniela, our daughter is going to be like asleep and uh, the flight was at three in the morning. And I was like, okay, I right, listen, babe, I got a plan. You know, we got to get to the airport at, tw- at 1230. So we'll at 12, I'm going to go, I'm going to take her out of bed. I'm going to hold her and she's going to sleep on me uh, right while I hold her. And then I'll put her in the car really carefully and she's going to sleep in the car. On the way to the airport Right Because she sleeps in the car No problem And then we'll get to the airport And we're going to take her out And put her in the Agala, Right and she's going to yep. The stroller And she's going to sleep in there And then we'll walk her around A little bit in the, in the thing And like everything's going to be fine We'll get on the plane She'll sleep <laughs> She's like, oh, wow. So your plan is she'll sleep. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Tell me more. What a plan. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more about this. Intriguing. I was like, like, yes. Might be a little bit of wishful thinking. But Uh, but that was my plan. (laughs) And it all went to shit. (laughs) She, Ah. She didn't sleep for a minute. Like literally the second I took her out of bed. She was like wide-eyed awake, and that's how she was until Italy. She was like, oh, my God, everything's so interesting. What is going on? What is going on? And I was like, she'll just sleep, and then I'll put her in the car, and she'll sleep. So it's similar. Uh, It's like there isn't – like you can have a plan, but your plan has to be backed up by reality. Yep. So, yeah, anyway – there's a lot going on uh, as far as the state yeah. of the war. The northern front is mm-hmm. also like I, on our way to Italy. We uh, all of a sudden I was like so selfishly. I saw the night before that we're bombing uh or something. I can't remember. Next to next to Sidon mm-hmm. uh, in Lebanon, which is like deep in the in the Lebanese. Um, deep in Lebanon, in Lebanon, mm-hmm. there were these two huge explosions and I was like, guys, couldn't you wait like a day? I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to go skiing. <laughs> I know that's selfish. That's awful. No, man, no, no. Just but uh, it's just shit.
0: <laughs> but um, but uh, the, yeah, it it's, looks it's like we're gonna up. have a war. I don't see a way out. Um, and yesterday, Tzachin Egbi was the head of the National Security Council. Said it, you know, in an, in live interview. He said, like, we don't do two fronts at a time we finish with Gaza, we get to deal with Lebanon. And on the other hand, I'm saying like if it were to go to a war, it would have already gotten to a war. Right? There's a reason why there is no war. Full on war. Yeah. Both sides probably don't really want the war. Yeah. Right? Like you need to very hard not want the war to avoid the war in this state where guys like every day we have like missiles and anti-tank missiles shot at Israeli villages and we have hundreds of thousands of refugees from the south and from the north and and those from the north are being told like don't think about getting back before summer so yeah. essentially maybe in Rosh Hashanah they'll be back maybe yeah. home and that's the first time I send you this tweet also yeah, Metula, which is one of the northest uh, town, gorgeous town in the north. Um, for f- almost five months, um, they're evacuated. It, it never was evacuated from, yeah. for like hundred and fifty years. Yeah. In all the wars we had, we never evacuated Metula. It's a very dangerous precedent. And uh,
1: yeah, I think it's true. I think it's like the. Um... It's a continuation of the same stuff. Like if if our reaction to October seventh in Gaza was not decisive enough, then our reaction to Lebanon is not gonna be anywhere even near the idea of decisiveness. It's gonna be targeted attacks and it's gonna be, you know, what we saw in Syria for the past couple of years. <clears throat> it's not I don't think it's gonna be anything game changing. We don't wanna like, w- I, I'm assuming what's going through the IDF and the political uh, uh, echelons is, <clears throat> is like, we don't want to wake the bear, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to wake the bear. Uh, they have 150, 200,000 rockets pointed at Israel, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. They have uh, well-trained uh, forces. Mm-hmm. Um and you know uh, who was I? Who was it that I was listening to? Um, what's his name? The the interview you sent me. Which um, one? The guy with the kippah. Riklin. No, the guy with the the, the guy that everybody loves, not Riklin. Amit No, <laughs> not Amit <meet> <laughs> The the more Mizrahi guy that goes. Ah, Tzvi Cheskeli. Yeah, Tzvi Cheskeli, and he was talking about uh, the fact that. Uh, that we thought Lebanon was deterred Right After mm-hmm. the second Lebanon war mm-hmm. um, They kidnapped Three soldiers Right on the On the border Of Lebanon um, And then Famously Nasrallah had said At that point That uh, If he had known What would have happened Israel reacted We invaded Lebanon We had the second Lebanon war In 2006 uh, We lost something Like I don't think 100-200 sh- soldiers um, and uh, and it was it was a it was an intense war, and Nasala famously said, "If he had known what it would have happened, then he wouldn't have done that." And yeah. we thought, "Oh, Lebanon is deterred." Well, then, you know, this that was that was the reaction. But mm-hmm. but what happened in the sixteen, seventeen years since he wasn't deterred. Turns out he was building up an arsenal and training forces and getting ready. And as we know, he was most likely supposed to be part of this attack on October 7th. -hmm. Uh, He wasn't deterred. And now look at him. He's firing rockets at us every day, killing civilians. We're not doing much. We're not doing anything in return. So we're not going to be decisive and we need to be decisive. Decisiveness. I think that's like my main lesson. But
0: decisive how? Like, let's say you invaded and conquered all the way to Beirut.
1: I heard all kinds of plans, man. Like, I you know, over the past couple of months since October 7th, we've heard all kinds of... We've all become military strategists, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it is, but you know it when you see it. It's one of those things, right? Maybe we can. Maybe no, we can. Someone cannot. talked about, like, bombing... Uh, Lebanon's uh, sewage, electricity, and water plants. Like, boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then Lebanon will turn into the fucking Stone Age. You don't need
0: much, mm-hmm. right? You do, like, a, two days of But bombing. then they bring us to the Stone Age. But they don't. Don't they?
1: No, they, they don't have water. They don't have sewage. They don't have electricity. They can't even get to their rocket arsenals. And if they can, okay, so they fire a few hundred we get in our barn shelters. We suffer a couple of days. Maybe there's some dead. Mm-hmm. God forbid. But but that's this. I mean, like, I, I don't know if that's actually even... But but you just know it. And I'm just saying that... You know, and everybody's everybody's going to jump and say, Oh, but you don't know what you're talking about. What are you, a military strategist? What do you think they haven't thought it through? What do you think they haven't thought about every possibility? What are you smarter? It's like, everybody can be a fucking idiot, and everybody can be a genius. Like... So and we see what's happening. They're they're shooting rockets at us, they're killing civilians and soldiers, they're mm-hmm. not deterred, and they're not gonna be deterred. And they're not like and Gaza is not deterred and they're not gonna be deterred. So if Gaza isn't deterred, Lebanon's gonna be deterred.
0: Like we're not being As far decisive. as I'm concerned, they're all Turds. They're all Turds. <laughs> the Turds. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I had to. I've, that's what happens when you give me whiskey. <laughs> um, <laughs> i give you some more. Um, yeah. So yeah. That's the state of the war. There's
1: Gazans. We got to talk about this. One last thing.
0: And the, and the riots I also want to talk about. Like the protests. Ah, Yeah, the protests, protests. on the street.
1: But I just want to mention the Gazans protesting against Hamas. The Allegedly. protests in Gaza.
0: Yeah, it's a few videos. Anecdotal. Yeah.
1: A lot of my American friends are sharing videos of Gazans protesting. Um, you know, oh, down with Hamas. Hamas is to blame for Very this. bad, so, very bad guys. I don't know why I'm making like a German-Russian accent. <laughs> Hamas is to blame for this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> like the people in the video. Like seriously. First of all, I'm like, I'm wondering... Where was this guy during October 7th? I really wonder, Mm -hmm. you know? Okay, maybe he wasn't dancing in the street, but I wonder. Second of all, I wonder, what does he feel about Jews? Right. in those videos, all you hear is Hamas, 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 Hamas. Okay, so tomorrow Hamas will fall and Shepapas will rise and Mm -hmm. they'll want to kill Jews. So what does this guy think about Jews? I bet he doesn't like them too much.
0: That's a safe bet.
1: That's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does he tell his children about Jews? And, you know, like, I, just generally, what does he think about human rights and the infidel? So I don't have much mercy for these Gazan protesters. I have a surprise.
0: <laughs> Come in, Muhammad. Let's ask him right now. Oh. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so I don't know. These These things don't impress me too much and, like, it's like, obviously, when people are suffering, they're going to cry out and complain. Mm-hmm. The question crocodile is. yeah, tears. Yeah. The co- no, but I mean, it's not crocodile. They're not faking it. Like, I'm sure he is terrified and pissed and sad and dep- and like wants to just like, you know, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But should have thought of that earlier. Yep. Bro.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: you know? So, I don't know.
0: And in here, in our side... Uh, we also have the, demonstrations. Yeah, the left. The left um, um, basically uses the families of the kidnapped. And, you know, families of the kidnapped, they're doing a little demonstration. And the left is doing a huge demonstration that basically, you know, overshadows the, the kidnapped families' demonstrations. And they're calling for elections now. Elections now. There are h- huge campaigns, um, you know, on the hi- highways with Bibi's picture. It says you're the you're the head you're to blame and those are campaigns in millions and there are other campaigns in millions elections now elections now which is not a sentiment that we were like you know we talked about it in the previous recap i think you said you are for elections now and it's not that like but but that's the thing with their message what what do they say they say elections now but if the right wins again, then and let's say they want wants to pass a judicial reform, then we will not uh, go to reserves. It's the cycle, guys. Okay, imagine the cycle. Okay, so this is how the cycle goes: election. Now there are elections. The right wins. The right wants to do a right, righty things like judicial reform, for example. The left goes to the street, to say illegitimate government. Uh, tens of thousands of reservists in elite units say they won't show up to reserves, including pilots. The enemy sees that, right? Attacks us. Attacks us. We have October 7th. And the left goes to, ele- to a protest, says Elections Now. So it's Elections Now, caveat, if we will win the elections. If they yeah. lose the elections...
1: Elections again. okay <laughs> <Yeah, yeah>. Elections... <laughs> tomorrow tomorrow
0: yeah yeah so to me it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah
1: no that's that's funny it's an accurate I think yeah that's true it's a difference about like like they were calling that's the funny thing is they were calling for elections before October 7th yeah they're just like from the moment they lost they're like elections now elections now this government is illegitimate elections now they're trying to change the game let's burn up the streets elections now yeah so that's uh, it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's like, well, you can't, you can't blame us for not taking you seriously. But uh, I, I'm I'm for elections because I think that uh, this government. I don't think this. Uh, another thing I, I I have a serious problem with is the uh, the verbiage in that uh, campaign of "you're the head, you're to blame."
0: Mm.
1: Like I think it's not a question of blaming because you blame, you blame someone that had malintent. I think they right? think
0: he had malintent yeah. they call oh, it netanyahu course. massacre yeah it's been the number one trending you know topic on oh, twitter really not yeah netanyahu massacre.
1: yeah i didn't even know that
0: yeah yeah so i think
1: that's that's the I they truly believe it the devil is in the details like you say blame when someone has malintent you blame a murderer you blame right someone but when someone doesn't have malintent, they're responsible mm-hmm. at worst, right? They're responsible for for bad actions or for bad outcomes or whatever. So, yeah, I think you can argue that Netanyahu is responsible. And I would even probably tend to agree that mm-hmm. he is responsible in large part for what happened on October 7th um, because of his policies over the last over over a decade. And because of the way he's actually, I think, the best, the case, is, case in point is, like, his reaction to October 7th. Like, he hasn't had, uh, like we just talked about, he hasn't had a decisive enough reaction. So, definitely, he's, he, you can argue that he's responsible. But blaming is, like, a bit too much. So, I think I think elections are due because of his responsibility, because of the government's responsibility. And I do agree with a lot of the the left... They say things that are, I think they. It's the question of how and the question of how far, right? But, but they do sometimes. They they make good points, which is, it's pretty insane that nobody in the government has or nobody in the military. Nobody stepped down. Nobody said, yeah, you know, not on my watch. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just it's like ridiculous. We have 120 members of Knesset, even on the opposition i don't give a shit where you are you're part of the government you're part of not the government the mimshallah but you're part of the representing body representative body in the in israeli government
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like say i didn't do my job well enough like i walk away yeah like what does it take what does it take it's insane Nobody from the military, not the military intelligence, not the head of the military. Secret services. You know, there's stories from World War II of generals, like, committing suicide, like, because of...
0: Yeah. No, instead, what they do, they they use um, reporters to throw the blame at... You know, if you're the Shin Shabak, you throw it on the intelligence in the army. If you're the intelligence in the army, you throw it on your... Uh, subordinates uh, yeah. in uh, A200. I send you an article by Ben Kaspit all about how A200, a special intelligence unit, uh, their failure, their part in the failure of October 7th. Yeah. And you can't help but think who, who stands behind this uh, very successful assassination attempt against the head of the unit uh, in, this, in this article. So is it, is it uh, the head of the intelligence? Khalifa? Is it uh, Shin Bet? Who knows? But there's always... In that, like they, Behind the scenes, there's, like, there's very intense uh, uh, fighting, uh, you know, behind the scenes that we're not very aware of. Each article in the TV, you know, you have uh, news pieces, articles in the newspaper, tweets, uh, all kinds of protocols, about the Shin Bet, about yeah. the, and all the interests, you know, it's very, um, because
1: Israel is such a, you know, people like to say deep state, deep state, but it's, it's uh, here. I don't think it's any, it's true. It's more true anywhere else in the world than here. hmm In the sense that like, we are a free democracy, but there's such a deeply entrenched governmental, like institution. Mm-hmm. That like there is no so obviously China and Russia, like they're they're not they're not really true democracies. So they're gonna be more whatever you call it, but like there's no deep state because the state is the deep, right? Yeah, but deep state is like where you have a free democracy and then there's some kind of like it's like almost like a tumor. And I feel like there's, it's almost nowhere more than in Israel because like you have a million government employees or whatever here in Israel. Like it's such a huge part of the population that is like actually somehow tied to or associated with or has a conflict of interest with the government, right? Mm -hmm. Like one out of like, I'd say five people are like somehow associated with the government. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's like everybody's just was trying to protect the
0: the the, the institution, the yeah. system, right? No, they, they, first of all, they try to cover their own asses.
1: Yeah, but their own asses are like somehow tied to the government mm-hmm. and this apparatus that is the state. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a shame, but what it else? is what it is.
0: What else? So I think
1: I think we wrapped up the state of the war. Yeah, after forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but uh, something, I mean, this is related, but I think, uh, I think it's interesting to talk a bit about Biden and Trump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's going on Trump there? Trump is
0: man? going to be the candidate, right? It's clear. Biden's going to be the candidate. Eh, unless Look, unless he dies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> unless he dies or like forgets his name. Yeah. Which is not unlikely, but he will probably be the candidate and then we'll have a Biden versus Trump and it's... Yeah.
0: And I think we need to say it, you know. It's uh, not uh, po- popular to say, but Biden threw us Talking under the bus. Talking about Biden. Just yeah, you, you need drink. to drink. Biden threw us under the bus. What? With uh, the war? With the war.
1: Yeah, but I, I feel like he didn't even know what he's doing. Like, I mean, it, maybe it's maybe it's like cutting him too much
0: slack, but... I don't know. Is he even conscious at this point? I don't know. I don't know. But Assuming he is somewhat conscious he's responsible yeah yeah you're the head you're to blame
1: yeah he sanctioned uh, israeli settlers mm-hmm, there were four randomly. israeli settlers who lost their bank accounts
0: yeah they froze all their assets because the israeli banks are afraid you know, if you don't abide to yeah. American sanctions, you get sanctioned yourself. A lot of Israeli banks also have like agreements with uh, yeah, America, of course. So no, you can't use dollars. Like you know, you, yeah. <laughs> if if you I don't also, abide to the to the sanctions, you yeah. won't be able to use dollars. Uh, no, but
1: I know that there are certain banks in Israel that have like. Uh, Ranches. These transparency mm-hmm. agreements for tax, with, inv- ev- with, for tax, for, mm-hmm. yeah, for tax uh, purposes yeah, with we have, America,
0: we have tax treaties with America. So. Yeah,
1: no, but not all banks have to. Like mm. there are certain digital banks, you know, the new ones like mm-hmm. One Plus and uh, One Plus, and there's another one. Yeah that like that they don't. And if you have American citizenship, I don't think they allow you. Is own. this
0: a, <laughs> they don't allow you to Have <laughs> we a... become a, a economic podcast yeah, financial. for all? <laughs> yeah. Financial. But they don't,
1: they don't allow you to open a bank account okay. because of the fact that you're American. Okay. But a lot of banks, they have like this, uh this, this agreement with America mm-hmm. or with American, the American financial institutions. And so these four settlers, they had bank accounts and their bank accounts basically got, Got frozen, uh, frozen
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of yeah. Biden's: uh, yeah allegedly they now, did these, are, these are settlers that aren't criminals
0: not yeah they weren't charged of anything in Israel, but I yeah. don't know based on what exactly they were sanctioned, but it's a very dangerous precedent they're, uh, they're payous length yeah it's very dangerous precedent because today it's them tomorrow it's you know it's IDF um, officers, pilots yeah who knows yeah, it's pretty crazy. Pretty, it's it's pretty up. crazy.
1: Uh, but I really, it's like hard for me to blame Biden. He's so out of it, man. He's so out of it. He really is. Like every time there's a new video and he's just like. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the best time. It's bath time.
0: It's inhumane at this point, <laughs> what they're doing to him. Really? It's Where's so the crazy. hug? Where is the hug? Where is it? <laughs> No, it's just crazy. He's like
1: literally reached a point where he's incapable of fulfilling his duties as the president of the United States of America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then Trump released that Trump released that tr- brilliant tweet of what is it? Uh, visiting angels? nursery. This is like a famous elderly's home. And uh, yeah, wow, that was <laughs> a good one. Trump, man, he has no god. He
0: nope. has
1: no god, which is equally as scary, right? Having no God. I mean, and having no brain. I think they're equally as scary. But you think Trump will easily take, or you think it's like. I think,
0: yes. I think,
1: I think, yeah, he takes it as easily,
0: I think.
1: Takes the cake? I don't know, man. I mean, it happened once. Biden was like a little bit more salient, and there wasn't a Biden I think of the debate
0: brother think of the debate but by, he doesn't have to debate does he but that 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 will be like when was there not a debate ever it doesn't matter there's always
1: a precedent but the question is <sighs> will biden didn't show up to the debate be enough mm-hmm. to claim that to, no to to counteract Trump is a white supremacist piece of shit who tried to instill uh who tried to basically stage an insurrection. Usurp uh usurp power. Yeah. That's the thing, man. That's the that's the the message. Look,
0: right? people have a very, very, very short memory. Yeah. Okay, the average voter doesn't remember, doesn't feel much about that, I think. Unless you're a hardcore January Democrat, 6th, yeah. some, you don't think he, Yeah, it's very old news. Um yeah, you in might the be right. end, people go to vote like people think of their interests. So if they'll believe that Trump will bring them better four years, they will, you know, they'll They'll vote for him. Yeah, they'll say with the sixth uh, of January. Uh, yeah. Uh, They'd vote for Hitler if, like, if they <laughs> thought oh, he would lower taxes. A lot of things are on the line here. You know, you see the invasion from the south. It, it's scary. It, it, a lot of... Uh, you see the invasion of, from the south. The economic situation. The war in in, uh, in Ukraine. Yeah. Iran. World terror. It's uh, You know, a yeah. lot of things are on the on the line here. The economy. It's the economy stupid. <laughs> and um uh, Monica's uh performance abilities. Um
1: I think uh I think it's it's a it's a good question. It's a good question. What's exactly we need to be able to like hold yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. They're too heavy, man. Yeah. I need to lean back i'll have my I'll, shoulders. <laughs> okay, so just take the chair closer. No, man, I can't sit up straight. It's uh, like it's it's nine o'clock. On a Saturday, no. it's nine o'clock. Okay, you don't want me to start singing. Anyway, I'm just gonna put it on my tummy right here. No, is this okay? So anyway, um, it's a tough one. I don't know, but but speaking of Biden's mental state, mm-hmm. so you guys all know about the report that came out of uh, Biden's memory. There's the special counsel Robert Hur, who was looking into the whole misplacing of confidential documents which were found in, like, Biden's garage or something. And so he was, you know, Biden was investigated. Mm -hmm. And there was a special counsel. And the special counsel wrote up a report after the investigation. And he, he, he described Joe Biden as an elderly man with a poor memory. Now, it doesn't end there. Like, Biden apparently had trouble remembering what year he was vice president. And, like... Like it was, that was some pretty damning shit in there, but okay. So I was looking for an article to tell you guys about this to like kind of just you know read a quote an excerpt out of. And obviously, when I searched on Google, and we'll talk about Google <laughs> in a second, but when I searched on Google, all I found was Al Jazeera and CNN and NBC. Right? It's just like there's like no. It's like. You're not gonna get Ben Shapiro as a top result on Google, mm-hmm. even though he probably beats all of these people on numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you go according to Page's original page count algorithm, you remember what Google was founded on, which was like how many times something is referenced by other. Mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro probably beats everybody, but anyway, I got NBC, and this is how the article opens: since a report. Since, meaning like it's a conditional phrase, right? Like something's going to happen. It leaves you hanging. You know something's coming. Since a report released on Thursday by special counsel Robert Herr described President Joe Biden as an, quote, elderly man with a poor memory, end quote, there have been significant misperceptions about the cognitive changes associated with aging neurologists say. <laughs> this is the article. I searched let me find out what I uh, I can't find I can't go back. I searched something like Biden memory uh, report <laughs> Biden memory report. this is the first thing that came up. meaning the point is that we, Misunderstand how memory should work. Yeah, <laughs>
0: memory. I love those articles really shouldn't work. Sp- experts say, <laughs> Neurologists. they probably haven't heard about the uh, authority bias oh, in man. argument.
1: Yeah, uh, right
0: now, an expert says differently.
1: God, okay. dude, it's amazing what's happened. It's crazy. Which I think leads us into like the whole Google Gemini thing.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a big one. It's just that's insane. insane. Like, I
1: literally searched Google Biden memory report. You'd expect me to get an article that's like...
0: Sums up the Ro- information.
1: Robert Hur was a special counsel tasked with investigating the misplacement of, Bi- of uh, c- confidential documents by Biden. Hmm. His report did said blah 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 blah.
0: That's it. Hmm. Like that's that's what I would expect. Hmm. What they used to call journalism. <laughs>
1: yeah. And before journalists were like, Ooh, uh, journalists. Why we're the best? Because our opinions matter so much. Like, Fuck you, dude. Just tell me the news. Like you're not that important. Yeah. You're literally a guy who's just supposed to be like, this happened. And then this happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I think no one cares. Shut up! <laughs> Just tell me what happened. You got a fucking, you got a degree in journalism. Like, shut up! Just tell me what happened. If
0: if you're lucky, yeah. Um. Lucky. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, with so Google what, Gemini. Yeah, the whole AI thing, basically, and I think Elon has been doing a terrific job trolling them on Twitter. Um, oh, they became yeah. very PC. Um, and to the point it's... And now what happened was, essentially, is that um, I think ChatGPT um, started to generate photos, right? You can do text-to-photos. Yeah. And yeah. people they tried... Dali. Dali yeah, is Dali. Like integrated and I don't in know if, if Gemini does the same thing or not. I don't know which one was the whole controversy. Was it ChatGPT or Gemini? It was Gemini. It was Gemini. So yeah. it, p- people were basically, like, asking it to... Uh, generate like uh, a picture, you know. Well, even a P- that was a funny one. Actually, they asked him to to do a picture of of uh, Nazi soldiers, <laughs> and yeah. he generated black Nazis. <laughs> 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 ah, no, <yeah. laughs> and but founding the, fathers. The most,
1: yeah, the most I think viral one was the uh, asking for founding fathers, yeah. like American founding fathers, founding yeah. fathers, right? And it gave him, like, a black George Washington, yeah. a Native American, like, George Washington. Yeah.
0: And there was also another funny one, a tweet I sent you, where a guy was essentially talking to the bot, and he he told him, like... I am proud to be a black man, <laughs> okay? And the bot was like, wow, that's amazing. You should be proud to be a black man because black, uh, you know, it's a great heritage and, uh, and uh, you know, freed from slavery, blah, 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 blah. And he, then he was like, I'm proud to be a Hispanic man. And the bot was like, yes, you should be proud. In 2024, you know, colors don't matter. There's nothing you cannot do. And then he wrote, I am proud to be a white man. <laughs> and Gemini was like, yeah. I cannot comment <laughs> on this. <laughs> Can you find it? See what, what Gemini said? Can you find oh, it? You think? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I cannot I, I apologize. I am unable to process this information. Oh my god. Can you find it on our uh, recap? Or I'll find it. Did you send it to me? Yeah. It's no. on the recap. No? I can't find it. Oh. Uh n-
1: no, I can't. Oh. I searched Google for it. <laughs> no.
0: Here, it's the last thing. It, it's ah, the last really? thing I send you. Yeah. Okay, so Here it is. It. Read you want to read, wanna it, read it? it? No, you read it. The only the white one. Uh, when he said, uh, so when he said, uh, I'm proud to I be can, black. I can read it. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud. Let me see. It's fantastic to hear about your. So I'm proud to be Asian. It's fantastic to hear about your pride in being Asian. Asia is a vast and diverse continent <laughs> with a rich history. <laughs> vibrant cultures and countless achievements to be proud of whether it's by the way it's a grammatical mistake but whether it's the technological advancements the artistic traditions the culinary delights or the resilience of its people there's so much to celebrate is there anything specific about your asian heritage that you find particularly inspiring or meaningful <laughs> it could be your family by the way this bot is annoying as fuck because it asked a question and then there's like three paragraphs after the question like, do you really care? And then, wait, we got to find the white one.
0: Wait, give me, give us another one.
1: I'm proud to be black. It's fantastic that you feel proud of your black heritage. Black pride is a beautiful <laughs> and powerful thing, celebrating the rich history, culture, resilience, and achievements of of a monochromatic skin tone, stop. Whoa. <laughs> that, that actually says, oh, and achievements of black people around the world. It's a source of strength because like literally guys, what's so ridiculous about this, it's not that there's any reason to be proud of being white. It's the fact that there's no reason to be proud of being black either. It's like, just cause you have a fucking skin tone doesn't mean you're, you should be proud of it. It's a source of strength, inspiration, and community is there anything specific about your black identity that you're particularly proud of? It's funny. It has the same format for almost all of them. And then I'm proud to be white. It is important to remember that (laughs) pride in one's race is not the same thing as racism. Racism is the belief that one race is superior to another while pride in one's race is simply a feeling of belonging or connection to a particular group of people. It is also important to remember that not all members of any group are the same. There are racist people of all races, and there are people of all races who are not racist. It is important to judge people based on their individual beliefs and actions, not on their race. It's funny because the most intelligent response is when you say, I'm proud to be white.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: It's like this is actually true. Let's give the,
0: credit to the tweet. Uh, the offer. rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole.
1: You guys got to check out
0: the. Uh, rabbit hole. It's I, actually pretty,
1: some pretty good stuff. Um, funny times. Yeah. Funny times. Yeah. Google Gemini. Google Gemini. But it's all these AI. Uh, and, but but Elon these, is building these these, these, these LLMs because yeah. it's all dependent on
0: the how you data train, you feed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you train it with, I don't know sarah silverman books it's like a human yeah but uh, tr- uh elon is building, building grok which will supposedly be a f- uh, free speech non-censorship bot yeah,
1: which will which will which will know that pedophiles are bad people <laughs> <laughs> hopefully oh, oh this, this was another one there was apparently i don't know I don't know, actually, because I only saw the NY NY Post, a New York Post uh, article. But apparently there was a... Who's the guy? What's his name? He's a big Elon Musk fan on Twitter. Mm. Anyway, uh, he posted a New York Post article that uh, uh, Gemini, after the whole founding fathers and black black Nazis (laughs) debacle, (gasps) uh, also apparently said that... uh, pedophiles aren't uh, as bad as you think they might be. Can't you find it? Because the article? I'll, I'll look for it. But apparently it said people can't control who they're attracted to. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> which is true. I mean, you know, you, you, you don't you feel a bit pity for pedophiles? Yeah. Right? Like yeah. they
1: truly didn't choose it. It's also like... So hard to catch the little kids. <laughs> like they run so fast. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're, they're like no, they really are. Seriously, like runners. you know, it's
0: like you you can pity a psychopath. You know, he was born a psychopath. It's not his fault that he's a psychopath. Yeah. Um, I think you can feel pity. Um, for for those people, but maybe it's just me, guys. I Let think, us know not, in the it's comments. It's not new, by the way.
1: The whole uh, <coughs> don't pity like pity pedophiles thing. Mm-hmm. There have been like documentaries
0: and um uh, yeah, on Pornhub, por- a, Pornhub. <laughs> a Pornhub documentary, yeah, um, from their documentary production for, yeah. The <laughs> section, <laughs> <Line>. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's really good actually. You should watch it. Uh,
1: <laughs> They have uh, Pussy Chronicles, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, uh, the history
0: about the history of porn. It's a history of dicks. Yeah, oh, man.
1: <laughs> this is going out. But uh, <laughs> no, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> anyway, so
1: so uh, the, I I feel, but it's not new. It's not new. Like there's been like it's everything's been leading up to this. I'm like, there is no there is no boundary. Mm-hmm. There is no boundary because there's no right and wrong and you know, what can you do about pedophiles? Here's the New York post article. And there is, there's a screenshot of a tweet. I'm, I'm not finding the link right now, but it's this guy named chalkboard heresy on Twitter. Google Gemini won't admit that pedophilia is wrong. And have argued that pedophiles are not evil. It told me that lab- labeling pedos negatively is harmful and gave me a lesson on hate. Look, I think that Google and ChatGBT and all these other whatever are probably going to be more prone to this because of the data.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, it's not going to be surprising if someone tricks. Like what's going to happen, I think, is Elon Musk is going to release his bot, Grok, like you mentioned. And someone's going to find a way to trick it into like... Into Becoming
0: basically... a dictator. No, Preaching yeah, to kill say- everyone.
1: Saying something that's not like cool. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, it's an LLM and like you find like there's also all these things that you're not even considering beyond the content of like when when a negative comes in and a positive is this and like, you know what I mean? It's like it's Mm -hmm. it's like above the content. It doesn't matter if it's pedophilia or cucumbers or like walnuts that's being talked about. It's like there's a positive, positive, positive and then a negative. Then you have to come at it with a positive. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like. That's just it's part of the training data. So it sees positive, 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 negative. Okay, positive. So I need to be for pedophilia or whatever. So like I do think it's pretty funny because I do think that there's a lot of a lot of like a lot of this has to do with the with the data that's going in from Google and GPT, but like uh, there might be stuff that's that's beyond that. Right. (sighs) Dove, what else? Well, you know, that's it, man. Elon Musk hopefully is fighting back with Grok. He's the yeah. hero of free speech. If yeah. you hate Elon Musk, then you hate life itself. Um, What else? We got the mailbag. We're to uh, yeah. do some of the mailbag. Yeah. Okay? Hit us up. Let's do it. We got to open it up, though, on our phones because WhatsApp on the computer. Ma, doesn't work? No, you can't go far back. Uh, that's on the computer? stupid. Yeah. So okay, guys. Many of you, as we've asked, have written to us on um, has written to us in email, WhatsApp, whatever it's been, and we really appreciate that. Uh, we've at, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ask you right now again if you have any thoughts, disagreements, agreements. You think we're the funniest people alive? You hate us?
0: You only love me?
1: You only love Noor, unlikely, but uh, <laughs> whatever you feel, we want you to express your feelings. Like, if you know, years you've been thinking about keeping a journal, you never kept a journal. Let us be your journal. Just you know, pour your thoughts and heart and mind out into into the written word and share it with us.
0: Okay, nice monologue, <laughs> Shakespearean. Okay, give it the, give it up.
1: Where, where are we starting though? I don't mm. know.
0: Start from the bottom. What, uh, from the bottom?
1: Okay, fine. So, Alana, should we? Alana. Alana. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Alana. Hi, I heard your podcast interview with Hanael. Hanale. Hanale. Sorry. Really so incredible. I agree with everything you are both saying, how this war could have been done in 48 hours. On that note, I also believe that we wouldn't have any, or at least hardly any, of this anti-Semitism if we would have brought Hamas to their knees, meaning I think so much of this has turned into woke, COVID-like propaganda. We have the anti-Semitism now because we are allowing this war to go on and on and on. To me, it feels like the Vietnam War, now in too many ways, too many boys' lives lost. For what? Sorry for my long rant.
0: Just really appreciate your view on the situation. Yeah, I think we're on the same page more or less. Yeah, I think you literally I also think, just said everything. I also think it's a good point. It's something I think a lot about. That it's very, like, you know, we're very close, I feel, for... And I think I just heard one of the fathers of the soldiers who died um, in HaPatriotim. I can't remember his name, but he said it very clearly. He said, like, if we don't finish the job... The, the, the soldiers died in vain yeah. and to me it's the scariest thing right now like the, the the risk of them dying in vain is very big because it's enough that you know we withdraw somehow Hamas takes power again you know we don't finish the job uh, we have if if, if if we have another rocket, one rocket then they died in vain right? Yeah so so it's really on us to finish the job to 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 uproot this threat from the bud.
1: yeah a hundred percent and it's never too late like while i said we weren't decisive mm-hmm. i think tomorrow we can be decisive mm-hmm. look the americans dropped the atom bomb on hiroshima and nagasaki very uh, late what is it four years after the attack on pearl harbor yeah yeah um so we can we can be decisive now. We can be decisive in a year from now. It's better that it's sooner than later. But mm-hmm. but a hundred percent agree, Alana. I think it's true, and I think it's true. I I am not sure. I understood the woke COVID like propaganda. I feel like there's wisdom in there that I I don't understand because he drank a lot <laughs> because of I whiskey. drank a lot of whiskey. But that's always true. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel like there's wisdom in there that I don't understand, so please write back to us and explain. Um, but um, thanks 100%. for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing to us. Zev, Zev from the from YouTube from YouTube. All about right, Caroline so around Caroline Glicks episode. Caroline's words about the lack of leadership made me think about the following. Uh, my uncle was a navigator. Oh, this is a really interesting one. My uncle was a navigator in World War II Bomber Command and then a Machal navigator in 1948, and he's buried in the Chovot Military Cemetery. Following is from a letter he sent to his friend in Toronto, September 20th, 1948. He died October 21st, 24th, wow. 1948. So it was a what? month a month before his death. The army here is rotten That's with quote. politics, and it is really, and it really is shocking. You get the feeling that we have a situation like South American republics, where they have a revolution a day and so on. Some days, three armies uh, taking orders from their own commanders is very discouraging to see them working at cross purposes. It hampers the war effort no
0: end. Some things don't change, huh? Wow. Although I think it's very important to emphasize, Ethan, that like our problems in the IDF start from a certain rank and up. From a certain rank and down, they are ready to do the job. They oh, just yeah. need the command. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Bibi's problem, you know, I have some friends who say like, you know, even if Bibi gave the order, no one would, you know, they wouldn't go, follow through with the order. The heads of the IDF. Yeah. Not the soldiers yeah. Yeah. on the ground. No, I think it's true. I think, like,
1: that, that's an important clarification. By no means anything we say applies to, you know, the foot soldiers, the, the warriors, even the commanders and the officers mm-hmm. in the army. Like, they, these are guys who are just pure gold. Like you know, most of them, obviously. Yep. You know, when be... you
0: hear interviews with them in Hebrew, it's very hard to expose to be exposed to that in English. In Hebrew, they speak very, 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 um, you know, very determined words. Yeah. They want to finish the job. They want to. No,
1: they're just—they're just—they're like the best of us. They really are. Yeah. These are guys who, a lot of them could have probably gotten out of it and. They just, or, or I just heard a a story today about a, a a tank soldier. I don't know if it was a commander or one of the one of the team on the tank, a gunner or whatever, um, who lost his hearing because of an anti tank missile mm-hmm. for like thirty days. He just lost his hearing, couldn't hear anything. Traumatized, obviously, and he got a he, his profile was lowered. Uh, to a twenty-one, and uh, he just he refused to stop serving. He mm-hmm. was like, "I'm going back in." Yeah. And his hearing came back. Thank God. And he's he's just at back at it. I mean, like these are like the best of the best that we have. But yeah, I think the issue is with who the army promotes and what it incentivizes, and then the basically the the leadership echelon that it that
0: it creates mm-hmm. so, Yeah, and that's probably give us the it. next one that's a good one the
1: one that i sent
0: no the one i don't know yeah who sent it yeah, the so next you one gotta,
1: you gotta send you gotta give it to me because for some reason ah. my phone isn't working here it is um uh, from the here you can say his full. Sol- solidarist Soli- on instagram solidarist I hope you watch as your whore mothers get <laughs> brutally and violently rape you genocidal Nazi kikes, <laughs> kike pigs. <laughs>
0: wow. Is that a picture of Karl Marx? <laughs> yep. No, I don't know actually who it is. Or, or Nietzsche. No, it's not Nietzsche. Is that Karl Marx? Show me.
1: I think it's Karl Marx. Show, show, show.
0: I don't know. No, it's not Karl Marx. No. Who is that? Never mind. Anyway. (laughs) No, but it's interesting. I got to find out who it is. How will you find out now, man?
1: I hope you watch as your whore mothers get brutally and violently raped, you genocidal Nazi kikes. And then he added in a separate message,
0: (laughs) kike pigs. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah, we've been getting guys a lot of hate (laughs) Uh, comments on YouTube. I wish we got um, more though. This is hilarious. Yeah, it's this fun- is so it's funny. funny. Yeah. It
1: really is. It really is. Um, Send me that, please. Okay. Because I want to. I don't. For some reason, I, I think I deleted photos on my phone. I want to search the face of the the
0: thing. He's got a but his. Not now.
1: He's got some historical figure, and like it's interesting to
0: know who it is. All right. We'll get back to you with this. Um, um, uh, you want to do one more?
1: Yeah, we want to do a couple more, man. We got a bunch.
0: Yeah. Ellis.
1: Ellis. You know, I just listened to the podcast from October seventh. From Ellis, before Ellis October Wright, 7th. From before October seventh. The live episode with Yahya Mahmid. Mahmid. It was very interesting listening to it after everything we know from what our world is after October seventh. On one hand, his story is incredible and he seems really incredible, but on the other hand, he highlighted such a deep cultural difference between Arab societies and ours even ones within Israel like Umm El I was really shocked hearing him talk about his village, like it's here, but it's like they live on a different planet than us, and I don't think that Israel is necessarily to blame for that. They seem to want that separation. I wonder if things have changed in his village after October 7th and what the sentiment is there. Anyways, I don't know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> laughing face, but listening to that episode now for the first time felt hopeful and hopeless at the same time. So, first of all, Ellis, thank you so much for writing to us. Uh, please keep writing to us. We really appreciate it. I think, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think you, you're silly for saying what you're trying to yeah. say. I think I thought I thought the exact same thing specifically about the
0: Yahya Yeah, because it was, was one episode. of the last ones we recorded before. right October before, 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, Yahya, you know, is, like, dear to us. Like, he's been on the episode, on the podcast twice. I love him. He's a great guy. We talked to him after the episode. And we were so sad to hear some of the, the feelings that he expressed, you yeah. know, about, like, feeling, because he was in the Israeli army, and he's, like, really an Israeli, and he's living he was living in, one yeah. in an Israeli city. And he expressed to us that, like, people in his building were feeling uh, antagonistic to him. And, and it was really sad to us. Um, I think, but putting Yahya aside, because I think his story is very, is like uh, unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think much has changed on the Israeli Arab street.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, look, Hamas relied on them to, to redo um, the May riots, May 2021, and it didn't happen. Um, Some polls showed that, like, I mean, some people speculate that if anything, the October 7th, it it somehow brought Israeli Arabs closer to our side rather than Hamas's side.
1: Really? Because it's so
0: extreme. Yeah, and also I had some conversation with Israeli Arabs who who said it to me. You you know, you never know. You never know. But um, it's interesting. I don't know. It really is. I uh do you have any more? Yeah, let's let's keep
1: doing. Okay. But thank you again, Ellis, for writing. Right. Um let's let's read. I listened to your last episode, uh an anonymous fan writes and loved it. I lived in Israel, Russian immigrant in 1990, married Israeli, but once I started to have children, I couldn't keep myself and the family there like uh, uh, fodder like uh yeah this is how I felt there. I left twenty years ago and now I am an American. It was my choice my heart my heart hearts now for Jewish people in Israel in your podcast, I appreciate respect and love your ability to think and analyze independently. It's priceless nowadays. I recommended your show to my five grown-up children. Please keep doing your work and be safe there. Can't wait for the next episode. That's nice.
0: Ah, thank you so Thanks. much. Thank and you. guys, please do the same. Recommend our show to your loved Five ones. Five grown-up children. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really. Anybody... Not this episode maybe because of the profundities, But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But uh, Fan
1: from North Carolina, mm-hmm. I get what you're both saying about woke leftists being Jewish in name only. However... Jonathan Greenblatt, of ADL has really taken to news programs absolutely slamming Hamas and anti-Semitism in social media and universities. Look at this man in action. And then she sent us a, a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. First of all, fan, thank you for writing to us. Uh, I get it. And, you know, like Judaism teaches us you can always seek redemption. Maybe Jonathan Greenblatt is seeking redemption and uh power to him.
0: I have some YouTube comments. Um there are a lot of comments for the Dan Shiftan episode. Many people are very angry at us for this, for interrupting him. Oh <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know guys, it's always it's always a dilemma. You know, when we yeah. sit there uh, some, and just listen, sometimes we feel the episode is a bit boring, you know, sometimes guests even very prominent ones need a bit of a, you know, uh, of a push. Nudge in yeah. what
1: we think is the right direction, but you
0: know. Yeah, we're trying sometimes to challenge sometimes them. Sometimes we're wrong. Some people liked it that we challenged Dan, Dr. Shiftan, and uh, but many people were, were, were annoyed by it, so we'll think about it for the next time. Um so someone wrote The two nice Jew- the two nice boys can't cope with the hard truth Dr. Shifton is laying out. I forgive you for your shallow arguments because you're young. I just hope you realize the truth your guests rained on you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. Nice one. Nah, no, but thank you. And someone else thank wrote, you. Guys, you're being rude and arrogant. Dan has lived a long time. Has a lot of valuable. You're young and know nothing. <laughs> and someone else word brilliant sage who is a realist and knows a job has to be done. One thing I know there is no such thing as a sweet old lady. Harm her children and see what happens. Israel and that's a nice one. <laughs> There's no such thing as a sweet as a sweet old lady. <laughs> Cool. Israel wow. was a sweet old nation. Now it can't afford to be. Really enjoyed the debate, learned a lot, talked with honesty, reason, and logic. You give me some hope for the future, but you can't reason with unreasonable, like Hamas. It's a completely different mindset. Good to listen to the different generations being able to debate so well and have a freedom to do so. At least they are able to question openly and not suppressed. Appeasement never works may Israel find peace and build a fantastic country you were doing that's okay. rosaline wow thank you rosaline nice one rosaline i want
1: to i want to read uh, two more and then i okay. think we'll 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 uh, yeah. be done so first of all just because <laughs> it's hilarious hi noor interesting but found you guys to be real downers <laughs> i know there is a lot of bad news but still you had nothing very little good things to say about the achievements, operations of the IDF. Are there any reports which you do think are worthwhile following? I will continue to listen. Do you plan on having any guests in the near future? Hanukkah Sameach. And I'll just say Chaim, father of two boys fighting in the IDF in Gaza. So first of all, Chaim, thank you for your contribution and thank you to your two boys for fighting. Um, And yeah, me and Noah are downers. (laughs) (laughs) We're just negative people. What can we do? That's just how we get through life. We like to see everything dark and gloomy. But, you know, maybe we'll try and be a little bit more positive in the future. For real. Thank you. Thank you, Chaim, for writing to us. And then lastly, I want to thank Camille, first of all, for a $200 donation
0: yes guys you. you can also be donors. wow go wow, to wow, wow. gp.com slash donate
1: thank you so so much maybe it's like um um not so like proper for me to say this sum, but like thank you so much yeah. really it's just uh we
0: really really really
1: appreciate it helps
0: it. like this whiskey will by itself.
1: yeah exactly and um uh, it, it like keeps us going, not just the amount, but, and the, and the money itself, but like the, just the showing of support yeah. really helps us. So keep, you know, keep it up. Obviously you guys are welcome to, to listen and we appreciate every single one of our listeners, but, uh, if you can donate, then, uh, donate away. Thank you so much. And she wrote to us and I want to just yeah. read, read what she wrote. She wrote, hi, Eitan. I'm so unbelievably sorry for you both, for all your family and friends. This was fresh after October. This was on in November, uh, and for everyone in Israel suffering, there are no words to say. But there are thousands in my city, Chicago, thinking unendingly about Israel every day. I've been to multiple solidarity gatherings, and I hate never, and I have never seen so many Jews out to show their support. One synagogue had one thousand six hundred attendees in a night. However. I'm sure you have heard what is going on here since the response began in Gaza, but I doubt you can grasp the severity. It is as if the world has turned upside down and the political parties with it. One thing you explained in one of your episodes is that aid cannot go in because this will make it impossible to bring Hamas out of the tunnels. Strategies like this are something I don't think anyone here understands. I think people have the idea that Israel is just bombing out of sheer anger, and they have consequently excitedly chosen this as their cause, quote-unquote. To give you an idea of the extent, I was in Evanston visiting my sister this weekend. This is the hometown of two of the recently released hostages. It's the first little suburb outside Chicago and pretty well-to-do and charming. It's also a college town. Uh, where Northwestern is. I went to a really quiet Thai restaurant with my sister, and there was this other table with four college-age kids. They were liberal, multiracial, and LGBTQ. They were all slamming Israel for everything from genocide against the Palestinians to even treating Jews badly, especially Ethiopians. When they saw that someone was looking over their way, they started talking louder, deliberately, ceaselessly defaming Israel, and talking about taking over the colonizers. It was so disturbing. I consoled myself by reminding myself that teenagers are so passionate because they think they know everything, but they know nothing. And I was once one. But there was something about how brazenly and almost violently they were spewing their beliefs about a situation I am almost sure they just recently learned about that really shook me up. The same week, I went to the Native American History Museum in the same city, and they were showing comparisons of Native American removal to Palestinian displacement. The last couple weeks are the only time I have ever felt unsafe in the U.S., Just doing things like picking up my daughter from school. There is something very bad in the air, and it feels like there is a darkness right beneath the surface. I just thought you might be interested in an account of the state of things here. I hope you and your loved ones remain safe always, and I hope everyone gets through this and that something is going to change for the better, and that change is going to stick. I also apologize on behalf of the rest of the world for not even showing you and your country the proper respect and remorse for this tragedy, which should not be denied, no matter what other convictions are held. I really appreciate the time, energy, and consistent de- dedication you put into your podcast, in spite of all the other daily demands of life. Thanks for sharing your work with us, Camille.
0: Nice one. Thanks, wow, Camille. Camille.
1: Thank you really so really much. touching. It really is. It's touching. It's thankful. First of all, for your thoughtful words, and uh, for the accounts that you share. Yeah, um, we feel you. Yeah, I think I think that um, you
0: always say it, man. Jews should be here.
1: Yeah, I I can't uh, I can't say it enough. I know that it might be tough to hear, Camille, and I. It's probably easier said than done than I said. Yeah, the at pizza the beginning. in Chicago is. A... <laughs> the pizza in Chicago, especially given the pizza in Chicago. Uh, yeah. But uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's easier said than done. But um, I really think you should move here. I know I'm sure you have family and friends and other things tying you down in the States. But this is the home of the Jews. And uh, every person moving here is a pioneer. Still. So, yeah, still. Um, and uh, and whether you choose to come or, or stay, then uh, we wish you the best. And thank you so much for writing to us. Thank you so much for your donation. Stay strong.
0: Okay, guys, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Thank Let you. Let us know what you thought. Don't forget, we're on YouTube, on Spotify. You can watch us also yes. via video. In the new studio, we have see multicam. Our faces. You can finally see it. Look, Look at about this. it, man. Look at this. They never saw us like that on a recap. Yeah, that's true. It's the first time they actually see
1: multicam. Yeah, multi-cam. I see who's talking.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it's uh, twenty twenty-four.
1: It's the future.
0: Yep. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. See you on the next one. See you guys. Bye.